You know, I was listening to a, a, a message this week um, preached by one of our pastors. It was recommended to me. And um, as I was just going about my task, I was listening to it. And it was a, it was a beautiful message. Because sometimes we'll take things to the Lord in prayer. And we want God just to just take care of it. We'll want him just to show up and immediately go, it's done. And, and when God works in another way, and, and he works at a little different time or, or a little different pace than what we would want him to, we, we start to get a little antsy. We start to get a little uncomfortable and say, well, God, when is this going to be done? But see, we have to learn we have to learn that God knows all things. Yeah. In this sermon, he was talking about how that God's people wanted him to do something immediately. They wanted him just to send angels in and take care of the enemy right then. But instead, God sent hornets in. He sent hornets in to go in and, and kind of trouble the people of the land. And, and it worked, but it took time. It was slow. And, and God said, listen, if I sent the angels in, it would be done like that. But by sending these hornets in, still God's creation. Yes. Hmm. He sent them in and it troubled. He said, if I drove all the inhabitants out of the land at once, the land would become desolate and wild animals would come in and would devour my people as they begin to move into the land. He said, I don't want to do something all at once sometimes. He said, there are times where I need to do it a little bit at a time so that it, it works better for my people. I don't know who needs to hear this today, but just because God didn't send an angel and bring instant deliverance in your situation. Mm. Don't you think that God is not at work? Right. Oh, I, I want you to hear today, hear from this preacher right now, that God is at work in your situation. He's got his hand at work, moving in that trial and that problem. He has the answer already, already set up. It's already begin to work, but it's taking God's time. And we have to trust God. We have to have that confidence in God that, yes. Lord, you know what's best for me. Mm. Yes. Mm. And listen, that answer is not just on the way. You know, so many times we think, well, God's just withholding the answer from me. No, he's already got the answer. And he's already released it. Right. But sometimes it takes a little time for that to all filter in and, and to be made manifest to us. God is already at work in your situation. Man, I feel that so strong in the whole of us right now. 
Listen, God is already at work in your situation. You, that's why in the midst of a trial, we can rejoice because we know that, listen, I'm not walking this in this trial by myself, but God's there with me, and he's already made a way through this trial for me, and so I can rejoice because his hands are already at work. your word. God, let it permeate our, our spirits this morning, God. Lord, let our minds be washed, God, in that renewing of the spirit, God. Yeah. Lord, that will give us that confidence and that strength for the things that we face, yeah. God. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. You may be seated. I, I didn't plan on sharing this today. God's kind of taking me in a little different direction right now. Several months ago, I guess it's been maybe a, a year or more, I, I shared with the church something that the Lord showed me in prayer. And that was, uh, it, it was like this, there was a, a, a rock, a big stone that was on a hillside. And God's hand was holding that stone back from rolling off of a cliff. You remember this? And God showed me and he said, listen, that's that's America. And he said, my hand is on, is on them, not, not in blessing, but just holding them back from going off the edge of a cliff and going into, into destruction and into devastation. And he said, but the time has come that I'm taking my hand off. Mm. And he said, I'm, I'm allowing America to progress on its own. And, and the natural consequences for their actions are going to start befalling America. Mm -hmm. And that's been, I don't know, it's, I'd have to look back, but it's been a year or so since the Lord showed me. And we can see the things that have that have begun happening in America. Mm -hmm. Well, this um, just a couple weeks back, about two weeks ago, I was in prayer, and the Lord, the Lord told me again, talking about America, and He said, He said, Mark, He said, um, my hand is not off of America anymore. He said, but my hand is now on America in a shaking. Yeah. He said, he said, I, I have I have allowed them that time to, to progress on their own towards their own destruction. He said, but in my mercy, I am going to reach down to get a hold of the nation and begin to shake. And he said, as I begin to shake, 
there is going to become a separation. And those that will turn to me, I will save. As you, as you winnow wheat, as you separate the wheat from the chaff. And he said, those that will turn to me, I will gather them together to me as, as a wheat. He said, but those that won't turn to me through this shaking, he said, they will be blown away into, a, into another group, another pile, if you will, as chaff. And he said, I will reserve the wheat for myself, he said, and the chaff will be reserved for fire. Mm. As the Lord was speaking this to me, I said, God, that's, you know, I mean, I, 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 I'm thankful that you have shown this to me. I'm I'm humbled that you would speak to me and show me this. But, but what can we do? So God, I, I don't want to see anyone lost, and I know that you don't want to see anyone lost. God, how, you know, when, when does this begin? What's, what's going on? What can we do? And he said that this is beginning now. Yeah. His words, even today, the shaking is beginning. Since that time, I've I, I, I prayed more and I've asked God for more, more details and, and more specifics. And, and God is going to use his own creation, not man, to come against man. But he is going to use the remainder of his creation. The, the, the elements, earth, wind, fire, water, all of the natural elements, the other creatures that he has created. Those things are going to come as a shaking to America mm. to draw draw out those that will turn to him. Mm. Church, if there is ever a time that we need to turn our attention and our sights on God and get them off of the things of this world. It's now. It's right now. God has, has shown this as a, as a warning. I, I've told others about this, and I believe that God is revealing this same thing to other men and other women and other locations because God wants our attention. He wants us to turn to Him and to draw closer to Him than ever before. Now is that time. Oh, when we think about God and his goodness to us and, and how the, the things that he has done in each of our lives individually, why would we not turn to him with such, uh, such enthusiasm, with such you know, uh, uh, speed and, and willingness? God has been so good to us. There are those here today that you can testify of absolute deliverances in mm. your life. God yeah. has delivered you from some things that you couldn't set yourself free from. There are things that God has done for you that no man could do for you. You couldn't do for yourself. 
No amount of money, no, no, no earthly possession or earthly being could do for you, but God did it for you. She did. And I believe that in these in these this time of shaking that America is beginning to experience, it is going to become imperative to the church and to anyone that wants to be saved that they begin to turn their focus once again to God and keep their eyes on Him and draw close to Him and Him alone. Hmm. It's time to, to, to get our eyes off of off of the dare I say it? I know we're Americans. I, I know that, that we're in America here. It's, it's time that we get our eyes off of our, our own little uh, uh, personal freedoms. Uh, get our eyes off of uh, off of you know how can I build my 401k? How can I you know strengthen my retirement? What can I do monetarily? Listen, if, if it was if it's God's will, He can He can cause an economic system to collapse right. in a moment. What good are all of those greenbacks going to do you then? Oh, that that digital currency. How how well is that going to how well is that going to hold up if God decides to come against an economic system? The only thing that is sure and that will not fail Amen. is God. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Like I said, I, I, I have something completely different to preach today. But I'm, just, I'm following God because for Amen. some reason, Amen. now is the time. Amen. Now yes. is the day that we need to hear this. Yes. We need to hear how short the time is yes. and what God is doing in our nation. And listen, it's not just going to happen here in America, but as it happens here, it's going to flow out into other nations. It will affect other nations. The world around us will be affected by what God does here. Oh, but I can promise you, just like the children of Israel in the land of Goshen were protected from, from the majority of the plagues, I believe that the church, those that are his chosen, those that have turned to him and have drawn to him, that he will protect them in whatever comes our way. Oh, I thought I'd get a little better response. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I need God's protection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listen, those of you that know me, you know that as, as a hobby, I enjoy guns. Woo! <laughs> I, 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 just, I just like them, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not one of these fanatics. But I do, I enjoy shooting. It's a fun hobby. It is. I love it. But you know what? <clears throat> whether, it's, whether we're required a concealed permit or not, I'm not putting my trust in myself 
or in any of you to protect me. I don't care how many guns you want to carry on your person. You can't protect me and I can't protect me like my God can protect yeah. me. Yeah. 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 See, because, you know, the, the old joke used to be about talking about somebody bringing a knife to a gunfight. Well, now you can take your gun to a fight and the weapon's going to be a whole lot bigger than whatever gun you're carrying. But if we trust in God, his word says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's right. Whoo! greater than any weapon that mankind has ever devised. I don't care what, what some you know uh, rogue ruler decides to do with, with bombs and, and, and weapons of mass destruction. If God is for me, nobody can be against me. There's no weapon that can be formed against us that shall prosper according to his word, and it doesn't lie, and it doesn't change. Oh, they can hurt this flesh. I give you that. But my soul is in his hands. Yeah. And no man can take from me what God has control of. That's why the Bible tells us that we don't have to worry about these things. We don't have to be afraid. Fear is not from God. Why? Because this, this life that we live here is just a little stopping off place. This is not my home. This is not my destination. This is not what I'm living for. Oh, I'm living here, but I'm not living for here. I'm living for heaven. And it doesn't matter what comes my way, I'll be able to face it because I'm not facing it alone. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You ever been in a situation where, you know, maybe it was a, a you know, some dark area and you're walking by yourself and, and you, you, you just have this sense of, you know, man, something's going to jump out behind the corner and get me. I, I can remember some times where I've, I've been out in the woods at night and, and I'm walking, trying to walk down through these trails that I've walked many times and I'm walking back towards my vehicle and man, I'm, I'm by myself and I'm thinking, you know, it would be so nice if I had somebody else walking here. <laughs> you know, two sets of eyes would be a whole lot better than one. <laughs> but you know what? I, I thought about that and I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if a, if a lion, if a bear, if, if, you know, something jumped out and came after me, how do I know that that one that's walking with me right there wouldn't use the buddy system? You know, throw them your buddy and take off. <laughs> <laughs> that's human thinking but see when I'm in those situations in my life I have, I have somebody that's walking with me 
then I know that's always going to look out for me. And no bear and no lion or no no evil spirit is going to jump out and, and, and get me. Why? Because I've got the almighty God that's walking with me. So, you know, if, if Satan wants to do anything to me, he's got to do like he did to Job and, and go to God and say, hey, have you considered your servant uh, Mark? Got to get permission, you know. He, he can't just come down and, and, and start attacking God's kids because God won't let him. Well, he can throw temptations out there. That's right. We're foolish enough to bite, then hey, we're going to suffer the consequences. Mm. But if we resist and say, I oh, don't know, I don't want any part of that, he can't do anything to us. All he can do is set bait out, but his traps don't have any teeth. They can't get me if I don't go after the bait. Yeah. Preacher. Listen, I somebody here today, you need to know that listen, you're not walking alone. God's walking with you today. You're not going through your situation by yourself. You're not here today by accident. God wanted you to be here today to hear that he's with you and that he's going to keep you. He loves you and he'll protect you. Just stay close to him. Don't let your eyes be drawn off of focusing on God, but keep your eyes on him. You know, it's, it's funny as humans how that, you know, if I want to walk straight back to Sarah, I, I better watch that. I, I better look at her back there if I, as I'm walking. Because if I'm looking over here and, and I'm trying to walk back to her, that's what I do. I don't see what's in front of me and I, I, I run into it. I trip, I fall, I, I stumble. But see, if I keep my eyes on her, I can I can avoid the the things that are in front of me. Amen. One of my one of my little uh, idiosyncrasies, I guess you would call it, is I have OCD. <laughs> I, I like things to be ordered and, and just the way they should be. Good enough is that's not a word that you hear me use very much. Or a phrase. And I find myself when I'm mowing the grass that I like to mow in straight lines. Mm -hmm. It drives me crazy if I get a little bit off and there's a curve in the line that I just mowed. And so when I turn back around and I come back, I have to try to correct it. And I finally figured out how I can do that because I've tried looking at the steering wheel and trying to trying to make sure that I don't have any movement, that I don't turn it at all. And I can't keep it straight enough. I still somehow get off and, and, and I'll have curves in that line. I can't look at the front tire over here and make sure that I, that I try to keep it lined up just right. Because it's still somehow, it, it, it always wants to veer off to one side or the other. But I found that if I can look where I'm going 
and I can pinpoint a spot that I can focus my eyes on. And I'll keep my eyes on that, foc on that focal point that I can mow a line as straight as an arrow. Don't take your eyes off of it. Just look there. And, and the mind will allow you to adjust and go directly to that point. There's a sermon in that. If I want to make it to God unscathed, not, not veering off course and running into, into obstacles and, 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 and things that I, I don't need to be uh, uh, hindered by, I better keep my eye on him. Amen. Make him my goal and keep my eye Amen. on him and him alone. Don't look off over to the side. Don't, don't see a squirrel and get distracted. <laughs> you know, keep the eyes on the goal and say, that's where I'm going. Listen, in the time that we have, that we're living in right now, we must, we must absolutely have our eyes on God. Mm. Our focus has to be on God and what he's doing and, and what he's working on and, and, and the things that, that are in his plan and his purpose. If we will do that, we will be able to avoid pitfalls and, and troubles and, and, and situations in our life. We will be able to draw close to him and we will be protected from the things that are around us. Yeah. Mm. Oh, thank God. Thank the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just feel like there, there, there are some here today that, that you've been going through it. That there have been some situations that, that have just really been troubling you. And, and, and you're worried about how am I going to, how am I going to get through this? There's only one of me. And it seems like there's, you know, 14 different situations that are pulling at me. Anybody mm -hmm. identify with that? Mm -hmm. You know? Listen, there may only be one of you, but it only takes one of God yeah. to answer all of your life. Yeah. Today, in the, in the few minutes that we have remaining, I, I can tell you right now, I'm not getting to my message, so... <laughs> There you go. This is what God wanted, and that's better than anything that I can, I can do. In the remaining moments that we have in this service, I want us to, or I want us to stand, and I want us to begin to pray and talk to God. And, and specifically, I want us to talk to God about Him becoming our focal point. There, there are too many situations that are vying for our attention. There are too many distractions that are in this life. And some of those are just the cares of life. They're things that, that are necessities of life. But, but they, they, they begin to draw our attention 
and we allow too much access to them. <coughs> Instead of saying, yes, I know that needs to be done, but I'm not going to allow it to consume me. God, why is, why, why is that important? <laughs> there's, there's some things that somebody here, you, you're being consumed by some things. And, and they're not things you can ignore, but they're, they're, they're consuming too much of your time, too much of your focus. And God wants you today to, to ask him to help you so that those can can take less of the focus and you can bring your focus back to where it needs to be. Ask him to help you with those situations. Ask him to put those situations in the proper place. Sometimes we're, we're guilty of allowing things in our life to, to move out of their proper order and we lift them up to a higher place than, whoo, man, I feel the Holy Ghost in that. We allow some situations to be lifted up to a place of importance that they don't need to be. And we need to put them right back down into the proper place and say, you know what? That's a very minor thing. I mean, the Bible addresses the fact that we're not even supposed to take thought about clothes, about food and drink, about where I'm going to lay my head. <clears throat> that, that means your house, your bed, your furniture, all, all of those wonderful things that we're so blessed to have that can become a weight and a hindrance to us. You know, if you have a house, there's maintenance. If you have a house, there's, there's bills. If you have a house, there's all of these things that, that pull your focus away. God says, listen, don't let those things consume you. Don't let them get out of their proper order. Take no thought on those things. If I can, can take care of the birds, I can take care of the plants. I can take care of all of my creation. Why can't I take care of you as part of my creation? And God wants us. God wants us to put those things in the proper position in our life and, and let our focus be on him and allow him to begin to work in all of these other situations down the line and take care of them. That's why the, the scripture tells us to seek ye first finances. Seek ye first a, a, a better job. Seek ye first more entertainment. No, it says seek ye first the kingdom of God. And then all these other things will be added unto you. He's going to take care of all of those other things if we'll just keep our focus on him and on his kingdom, then God's going to help us to take care of all the rest of the cares of life. Amen. Lord, I, I, I don't know why you're directing us this way today, God, but Lord, you, you know. You know what we need. And God, 
we're here right now asking you to help us. Lord, help us to put things in, in their proper place, God. Lord, to put you at the top of the list, God. Make you our priority, God. Lord, and know that if we do that, everything else is going to fall in place and it will be taken care of, God. Ooh. Lord God Thank you, Lord. Let, let your spirit just begin to permeate this atmosphere right now God Lord Jesus let the spirit of the Lord rest upon us right now God and direct us in this life God Lord the things that we need to put in order God Lord, the things that we need to stop assigning importance to and significance to, God, that are not you, God. Oh, 